0: What's poppin' everybody? You are listening to episode 11 of Life Being High, the podcast. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope all of you guys have your blunts, joints, bowls, whatever it may be. Either rolled up or packed and ready to toke up with your girl. I have my honey dutch. You already know how we do. And honestly, not gonna lie, she's a little skinny today. She's a little skimpy. She's not that fat. Um, I'm actually... Like, to most people, this is probably, like, a pretty fat blunt. But to me, I'm like, oof, this is the last of my stash. You know, I used what I had, which was, like, about a gram and a half. No, actually, probably, like, a gram or, I don't know, like, 1.2 max, I would say. But y'all real smokers out there know you could fit almost two grams into a dutch, depending how you grind it up. So I don't know. That's usually what I like to do, but... Like I said, this was the last of my stash, so I'm super excited to smoke it with you guys today. Got some Girl Scout cookie, and I feel like this is apple fritter, so I have two different strains in here. And in today's episode, I have a few things I want to talk about, you know, um some serious things, some story times. Honestly, I don't really know. I just wanted to come on here and such with you guys, chill out a little bit. And I thought it would be a good episode to talk about how my family found out that I smoked weed because a lot of you guys know I am Hispanic, a.k.a. Mexican, a.k.a. Latina. Just kidding. I don't know. I don't consider myself Latina, but if you're Mexican, are you Latina? Does it work like that? I don't know, you guys. As you could tell, I'm a college dropout. (laughs) But coming from a really hardcore Mexican family, it was a little bit, it was a lot of bit challenging. Not even going to (coughs) front trying to, you know, show and prove that I wasn't a bad person um, just because I smoked, um, to my family was really hard, and, um, if you're not Mexican, and I'm sure, you know, you still deal with this, like, it's not just Mexican families, you know, I'm sure a majority of families probably aren't, um, too fond of hearing that their child smokes weed, so I know this is something that we all are gonna have to maybe go through one day, um, if you haven't yet, <laughs> huh, honey boo boo is gonna happen soon, no, I'm just kidding, but, Yeah, um, let me just let you guys know that I was kicked out for smoking weed. Um, What's so weird is that my mom was actually kind of cool with it. Of, Of course, at first when she found out, she didn't think it was cool, but... Like I said, I did everything I could to show and prove to my family that I wasn't a terrible person. So, even though I was pretty young, getting lit or whatever, I was still getting good grades, still had a job, was doing community service to get my community service hours up. Like I was applying to a bunch of colleges, like I was trying to go to college. Like, you know, I was basically doing everything I needed to do. Um trying to save up for a car. Things you know, money management, honestly, at such a young age. And I feel like when parents think of a youngin' smoking weed, they don't think of any of the things I just said. You know, they think of the complete opposite. So, of course, that's what my family thought at first, too. But once I showed them with my grades and, you know, my work ethic, um, my mom, low-key, on the very, very low, She, I knew she didn't care. You know, I just knew a piece of her was like... She just believed in me, where she just knew I wasn't going to be, like, a fuck-up. You know, growing up, I'm so blessed because, you know, I have, like, I don't know. I was just so blessed growing up, me and my sister both um as kids you know my mom worked so hard to provide for us as much as possible but i did see my mom struggle you know i see her you know for us to have fun birthdays get christmas um get christmas presents every year everything like that like that didn't come easy to my family it wasn't like my mom and my dad were both putting in the work like my mom was a single parent majority of her time being a parent and pretty much all of it actually and I don't know just seeing that and you know of course being a kid even still today like you know I feel like we just never have enough like we all hopefully have something in our bank account it may not be be enough but I promise you even if you had a million dollars there would still be something we're all missing whether it be more money or a person or something else materialistic it's just like life will never be perfect and you know So, of course, being a kid, I always wanted more toys and more this and more that, and my mom was like, no, honey boo boo, we can't afford that, you know, like, you gotta get your own job if you really want those things. So at a young age there I was, getting a job, hustling, doing my thing, and I owe that to my childhood, you know, Um, but to keep me on the chill level, I, I was trying to get lit too while also being super hardworking and saving up for my goals and stuff like that um I was still smoking that weed um and my parents and my family looked so so down upon me for it um but like I said my mom was kind of cool about it um my mom ended up moving in with or my mom and her boyfriend bought a house together or I don't know like renting a house together I don't fucking know I was too young to know what was going on um All I knew was that all of a sudden, it was me, my mom, and her boyfriend. And I was just like, hmm, I ain't fucking with this. (laughs) Because I was trying to smoke my weed, and he was very much against that. And Even though my mom would, like, low-key be cool with it. Like, I know she's going to hate me for this. But you guys, my mom would give me her wax pen on the way to school. I would take the trolley to school majority of the time. But if my mom sometimes didn't work her morning shift or something like that she would low-key drop me off at school and on those days i remember i would she would literally tell me take my keys and go start warming up the car so she would be you know finishing putting on her shoes and shit to take me to school and i would turn on the car for her to warm it up and boom right there in the cup holder it would be her little wax pen and i was like oh honey she knows she did this on purpose that means it's okay so I'll be hitting the fuck out of it I would still be super low-key it's not like I was there hotboxing the car I'll be blowing that shit out the window holding it in for 10 seconds so I could just like hella get lit you know what I mean and she would come in dude I swear my mom some days this happened like this started to be like a pattern so I remember once I got used to it I was like becoming more and more like open about it. Cause I was like, ah, she cool with it. So what I did was start smoking it while she was driving. (laughs) I would still keep it low key, blow it out the window, you know, make nobody know that they're like, literally as if she's like my Uber driver and you're trying to hit a dab pen in your Uber driver's car, you know, you're going to be like kind of low key about it. So that was me. Um, and I just knew that she kind of knew, but she never really said anything. Like, it's so funny. I'm kind of like that, too, where I just, like, know something, but it's like if somebody's not making it super obvious, I'll just, like, pretend I don't notice for their sake. I'm like, I'll play the part for you. No, I'm just kidding. But she was definitely playing the part for me, and I was, like, going with it. And what what's crazy, I don't know if anybody knows this. I think I've shared it on the Internet before, but... It's crazy because um when i was living in that house with my mom and her boyfriend i actually ended up getting my first sponsor this company was like yo let's send you a dope ass bong yada yada I was like, okay here's my address and um, i didn't think my mom's boyfriend or even my mom would go through my mail which my mom never did go through my mail but my mom's boyfriend did So he actually got off of work way earlier than my mom and way earlier than me getting out of school. So he would be like the first one at the house. So if the mailman came or there was a package outside, he was the first one to see it. And of course, he would go through my mail, like I already said, and he saw the bong. And he claimed that he threw it away or broke it, smashed it, who knows. So I told the company, I go running to the company, and I'm like, oh my god, guess what happened? And I, I'm honest with them, I'm like, my mom's boyfriend took that shit. And they're like, no problem, honey, we'll send you another one. <laughs> and they actually sent me, like, not the same exact one, but a really dope one, too. These these bongs, to this day, I've only had those bongs for less, of, less than a week each. Or actually, the second one, that's what happened, um, where... He was the first one to come home and see the bong, and he already opened it and threw it away. So the second bong, I actually never received <laughs> because he, he literally found it before I found it. Um, the first one, I did have for about a week, and then I remember I kept it outside in my backyard in my grill, and he found it. So, or well, actually, maybe it was the other way around. The first time was the mail situation, and then they sent the second one. And then I was like, finally, I got a bong. (laughs) Why am I all over the place? I I must be smoking that good weed. Hey, that's how you know. Yeah, sorry, this was a long time ago, too, so it's kind of a blur, but I just remember him taking both of the fucking bongs. Like, I didn't have them for long Um, one of them I didn't even get a smoke out of. They were just, to this day, the dopest bongs ever. Like, even though I didn't get to see one of them, I remember, like, the picture of it. And it was just, like, a really tall, like, recycler type of bong, pink and clear just super cute even the bowl piece was pink like y'all know i love me like the colors pink and purple especially when it comes to like stoner accessories or bongs because it's like girly like how freaking cute um and i don't actually own too many pink pieces and i don't own a lot of big pieces so those pieces have a good spot in my heart r.i.p to them But yeah, um, I was really fed up because, you know, I'm out here trying to make shmanies, do my thing online, do some promo, and I can't because Honey Boo Boo keeps taking my product. So, um, what I ended up doing, actually, I feel like I'm going off topic, or this is just like a really long story now, (laughs) but enjoy the story, you guys. Get your popcorn, get your blunts, we out here, um... I remember this kid in high school, fun fact, was the kid who actually helped me make my first ever merch in the world. Um, and um, his shirts were pretty basic, black and white, with a simple little piece of logo on it. And I remember there was these two white long sleeves I had. I only had two of them. That's how low of inventory I had, because that's how much I had to invest. For some designs, I would literally get two. I remember I had, like, maybe, like, three different designs, which wasn't really designs. It was more, like, it would say, life being dust in the front, and then it would say, like, life being dust down the sleeve. And the third one was, like, a pot leaf right here. And, like, I remember I had a peace sign, like, a hand like this. Um, For those of you guys listening, you don't even know what I'm saying. I'm I'm all like this. Y'all know what I mean, right? No. Basically, like, not the peace sign, but, like... The hand peace sign, as if you're holding up two fingers. It had, like, that type of emoji, like, on each cuff. And then, like, a pot leaf um, on a pocket that it had on the side. Hopefully, y'all, y'all know what I mean. But it was a pretty plain shirt. So, with the pot leaf ones, I remember it was just, like, plain white t-shirt with a little pot leaf on the side. The little details on the cuffs. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to tie-dye these babies. Hashtag investing into your business. You know? Because how much, like, let's be real. A t-shirt, people are going to want to pay max, like, you know, not that much money for it. But if it's a colorful, tie-dye, beautiful t-shirt, people are going to want to pay more for it. So I was like, I'm going to put in work. And also just because I wanted my shit to be cute. And because I couldn't actually... Um, I pay for <laughs> i couldn't afford like actual like tie-dye shirts like i had a hand tie-dye it. so i'm in my backyard i remember i was like home alone i tie-dye them and i remember my family not really my family but you know my mom's boyfriend and my mom they're kind of weird about the whole weed thing so i'm aware of that at this point so I'm, i know i need to be low-key with this merch because it got a little pot leaf on it so what i did was tie-dye it in my backyard When it was done, I hang it on a hanger, and I hid it all the way in my backyard. That backyard was low-key. It wasn't the biggest backyard in the world, but it was, like, big. It's the biggest one I've ever lived in. But I've seen, obviously, many houses with way bigger ones. But I don't know. It was a weird-ass backyard. There was, like, a shed back there, and it had, like, a lot of dead grass. It was honestly just dirt. It wasn't that cute, but hey, I was grateful. It was my smoking spot. I love that little smoking spot. Um, But basically, why I'm trying to describe it like that is because, you know, nobody really goes out there. Like, what are you going to fucking do, sit in the dirt? So I kind of knew, like, okay, this is a low-key spot. I can hang up my two fucking t-shirts that I tie-dyed and hang it in the back of this shed, you know, where all this dirt and dead grass is. I don't think nobody's going to come back here. So I hang it back there, okay, and I think after a couple hours, um, like, my mom and her man are home, and then I don't know if it was, like, the next day or what, you know, this was a really long time ago, like, literally three years ago, and I just remember getting so pissed because I went back there thinking, like, hell yeah, this shit's lit, I think I even promoted it on, like, Instagram at the time, I was like, you guys, I have tie-dye merch coming, so I was really, really hyped. And I go back there, and the shirts are freaking missing. And I go up to my mom, probably crying. And I'm like, what the heck? I'm just trying to make money. Da-da-da-da-da. You know, like, all this shit. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly heated. And my mom's tripping, like, what are you talking about? She's literally confused. And at the time, I thought my mom was, cu- like, having her man's back. And I thought she was like being two faced <laughs> and you know, just being weird. But what's crazy is that I actually recently found out because I had this conversation with my mom recently, like within the past couple weeks, like a couple weeks ago, I had this conversation with her. And she told me, she was like, Yo, you know, that I never even knew about those shirts. And I was like, Wait, what? She was like, Yeah, that day you were like hella crying to me about duh, 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 your shirts were missing. I asked him about it and he told me that he never took shit. And I was like, No way, mom, are you serious? And she was like, Yeah, like dead ass, I would give you your shirts. Like, they're just fucking shirts. And I was like, Exactly. That's why I was so mad because, you know, I'm trying to make money out here, and make merch and i freaking can't because he's literally knocking every way i'm trying to make money you guys it's crazy because i even had a job at subway so you know it's not like i was just trying to smoke weed on the internet and fucking make a career out of that i knew that i even back then there was not even like real youtubers who smoke there wasn't real instagrammers who smoke this was three years ago when you know i don't know things weren't that serious i think nowadays a lot of people who smoke on the internet they're they're at their prime making the most money getting the most sponsors because companies know in 2020 that's the way of marketing but 3 years ago these companies didn't know about all that and neither did youtube youtube didn't know obviously about the regulations so you know people were still able to make money through like adsense and like that um and things like that but i don't know <laughs> um back then things just were so like different so i didn't know that you know i was gonna be here today making the money i do from doing social media you know like that's such a blessing and i owe all of that to all my beautiful best friends so thank you to you guys for listening because i would not have the roof over my head i wouldn't have the sheets on my bed (laughs) hey i said this in my last episode but it's true if i wouldn't have all that and so much more if it wasn't for you guys so thank you for always supporting and Even supporting people that I bring into my circle. I really noticed that. And you guys know I keep my circle small. So I think it's so dope that y'all really support me in almost everything I do. And, you know, the people I fuck with and the companies I fuck with. Like, thank you so much. Like, I love you guys. Y'all are my beautiful best friends. But where was I going? Because I'm lit and I forgot. (laughs) Why was I talking about? What was I even talking about right now? (sighs) Oh, I need to stop hitting this blunt. Let me take a sip. Oh, she thirsty. Low-key, I forgot what I was saying. But the reason why I'm sweating Is because earlier, I was wearing this sweater that is super cozy. It's part of the new collection that is dropping October 16th. It says, stay lit up and positive. I also have a ton of other new designs that is also going to drop on October 16th. With a bunch of fun accessories and fun stuff I've never came out with before. So, stay posted and make sure you check out brand.com on October 16th. Because... There's going to be a lot of stuff that I've been working hard on on there for you guys to check out and purchase and rock and wear and feel good in and use to smoke with. A hey, we lit though. Anywho, um, I just casually had to mention my merch, free promo because I forgot what I was talking about. Oh yeah, my mom and her man. <laughs> I kind of don't want to talk about them anymore. I freaking love my mom. Everybody makes mistakes everybody has those days no i'm just kidding but yeah you know i love my mom i could definitely forgive and forget if i could forgive and forget like a friend and a man and a guy a boy i could definitely do that with my family all day so especially because i know they always have good intentions you know it's everybody makes mistakes sometimes so don't drag my mom in the comments um for you know making the mistakes she did being a little bit blindsided while she was i'm just so grateful she has a huge head she uh, she has a huge head on her shoulders i meant she has a strong head on her shoulders and she's just way better now and um i'm better now and we're all better now but um during this time it was so annoying right like i'm just constantly getting hit with shit. oh yeah i was telling you guys that i was working at subway okay now i remember okay so i didn't know about this youtube shit I didn't know about this Insta shit. I didn't know about anything. So I was like, I'm gonna go to college because that's how people make money, right? By getting a degree and then finding a job that way. Anywho, so I wanted to go, I wanted to get a normal job to get a car to be able to drive myself to college. And I was working at Subway right there in downtown San Diego on Fifth Avenue, a though, right by the trolley station. I remember seeing so many times Like, homeless people would come in, and they would just be, like, sleeping. And, like, I wouldn't give a fuck. And a lot of the times, I was the only person working. The subway was really small, so a lot of the times, there's only one person working. Um, Unless if it's, like, lunchtime, then there's, like, four. And then we're, like, packed. But, um, yeah, there would be homeless people sleeping, and I wouldn't care because what are you supposed to do, you know? And they need to sleep. But I think some of them would be a little bit faded or t- intoxicated because they would literally, like, some of them would, would fall down. Um, while Some of them were just so, maybe they weren't intoxicated, but a lot of them <laughs> were just so knocked out that they would fall on the floor. And some of them were intoxicated because they would fall on the floor and they wouldn't notice. Like, they would just be, like, like faded, you know, like, um, yeah, there was a lot of times where I had to like call my manager and be like, "What do I do?" And um, a lot of times, uh, I wasn't alone too. So, shouts out to my coworkers for helping me out in those situations. But you know, I was a hard worker since day one. I love how I just stay complimenting myself. Hey, self love—you gotta love yourself because ain't nobody else gonna love you. Always remember that, you guys. But which gonna call it? I remember. <laughs> Where I used to smoke, it was called The Hut. All of my high school friends, my sister, my cousins, we all know about The Hut because it was literally the most known smoking spot. And it was so dope because it was a two minute walk from my grandma's house, which is where I ended up moving for a little bit. Um, yeah, I remember the reason why I got kicked out, you, you guys too, is because, you know, eventually my I would hotbox my mom's house with where I lived with her man and her man and my mom kicked me out of their house and i went running to my grandma's house and my grandma was like oh hell no i ain't going to put up with you so i ended up being a little bit homeless luckily um i made it i made it out alright but that whole that whole story is for another podcast but um i did end up um staying with my grandma before um i live with my mom and her man um, we were actually all living with my grandma, so was my mom, and me, my mom, and my sister were all sharing a room at my grandma's house, and then, yeah, there were, my aunt and my aunt's husband were living in the other room, and you guys, this was an apartment, (laughs) like, what, and my grandma lived there, and my grandpa lived there, so it was, it was so cool, like, I honestly missed those times, during those times, I wanted this, I wanted where I am at right now, in a fucking, loft apartment with stairs with dojo all by myself but now i'm like it's a little lonely like i need my honey boos to pull up on me i need my fam i need my real ones so always appreciate what you have around you i know a lot of you guys are probably listening to this and probably even relating to me and my my past you know like where i used to live and shit like that you guys probably may have a lot of family you live with too and you may also want to be where I'm at where I now live alone. But just know that, yeah, of course, we want our um, space and to just move up in life um, and just, you know, accomplish our goals. And there's ev- that's completely okay. But just don't rem- don't forget to enjoy the journey and to just cherish what you have around you while you have it around you. And remember and believe that everything you want will come at the perfect time when it's meant to be in your life. So, for example, um, I remember at the hut, there was this run-down car. It didn't even have a side-view mirror. It was literally missing. Um, It was a blue, like, um, Explorer, super old and, like, a sky-blue color, super ugly, like, paint job and stuff, like, you know, dense everywhere. It's just run-down AF. And I didn't even care because on the thing it said fifteen hundred dollars, and from Subway I saved up a thousand dollars. So um, I had a thousand dollars. I remember I was smoking at the hut. we me and my sister were right there. We're looking at the car. This is fifteen hundred, and I tell her I'm like, hey, I I literally just got a thousand. I just saved it up from working. Um, I want to contact this owner of the car and pitch him the offer of a thousand dollars what do you think and my sister was like girl you're tripping this she started to point out the rear view mirror this issue that issue she told me I could get pulled over and I didn't know about those things I was so young so I was like oh you right you right (laughs) so I couldn't so I decided to save that money and my mom's boyfriend while he was opening my mail and going through my room and doing all this other fuck shit um he also stole that one thousand dollars from me um and never gave it back and back then also I used to think that my mom was a part of that or knew about that and was okay with it but I also recently found out that she never knew about that either so that's just wonderful but it's all good because I'm okay now (laughs) but oh shoot got smoke in my eye um I feel like this is a really negative podcast now (laughs) Um, I don't want nobody to feel bad for me because it's it's fine. That's like you know, sometimes you have to go through a little bit of a struggle to motivate yourself to work as hard as you do, you know? Um, like one thousand percent, if I had a wealthy family who just gave me everything I ever wanted, I probably wouldn't have the business that I have. I probably wouldn't have the platforms that I have. I probably wouldn't have anything. Because I would just be feeding off of them. Which, if you guys are out there and y'all have, you know, blessings coming your way from families, don't think I'm trying to diss you. Nah. I just think that we all have our own journey. And if you do get blessings from others, just remember to cherish them and always repay them. You know, don't forget um, about them. And I hate that about myself, too, because sometimes I forget and I got to remember. But um, I'm pretty lit. (laughs) yeah um i also wanted to talk about um how to keep motivation in this podcast but i feel like this podcast is so long i'll save that for the next episode so if you guys are excited for the next episode be sure to smash that thumbs up button or like this podcast show some love drop a comment dm me do whatever you can to let me know that y'all are enjoying the podcast because sometimes I think that I'm extremely boring and don't have nothing good to talk about or even negative or like I don't know I just you know talking literally you guys I have social anxiety so starting this podcast I know like even still today I'm like nah it doesn't bring me anxiety but it's like in a way it's kind of like carrying a conversation with a person so definitely brings a little bit of like anxiousness here and there but Um, it's fine because we all deal with something. I even learned the other day I got, like, BPD, borderline personality disorder. Um, and you could beat it, you know, whatever you deal with, anxiety, like, of course, it's always going to be there probably, and it's never a 100,000% going to go away, but you could beat it in a way where you know how to deal with it, where you know how to not let it control your life, and... Same with hater hoes. You know, we can learn how to not let them mess with us, our mood, our hustle, or anything in between. Because, honey, boo-boo, you guys are all so amazing, and all we could ever do is try. So don't be too hard on yourself. Love yourself. Self-love, self-care, all that good stuff. But most importantly, stay lit, stay up, and stay positive. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Thanks so much for listening. Again, check out refuse to brand.com october 16th that is when the new merch collection is going to be dropping i worked so hard on it for so many months so i'm so excited for y'all to finally be able to cop it wear it announce the giveaway winners all that fun stuff giveaway happening on my instagram and my tiktok right now so if you haven't entered be sure to go enter because y'all can win a hundred dollars cash on my instagram giveaway okay we lit though um double deuce you guys